At Gates, we are passionate about the Word of God. We hope the message you are about to listen to empowers you today. We're starting a new series today entitled, A Thankful Life. Every November, when we step into the time of Thanksgiving, I just like to talk about being thankful. And so we're going to do that for the next few weeks, starting today. So we're going to just dive right into the Word and and look at some things that I feel like are really important. Um, I want to define, first off, the word thanksgiving. Um, And this has to do with what we're talking about today. There's many definitions of this word, of being thankful, thanksgiving, grateful, uh, is another synonym that goes with that. But I'm defining it today as to be actively full of gratitude, to be actively full of gratitude. Not just knowing that you need to be grateful and develop a thankful heart, but actively be doing it. Um, To be actively full of gratitude, praise, and thankfulness. Psalm 150 in verse 2 says, Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Um, When we choose not to develop a thankful, a grateful heart, what happens is we, we disqualify ourselves for living in the greatness that God is. He said in that verse in Psalm 150 in verse 2, he said, said, praise Him for His mighty acts, praise Him according to His excellent greatness. And, and every day we're to be thankful for all the things that God has done for us. We, we must cultivate this lifestyle of thanksgiving. It's not going to just, you know, it, it, you're not going to just wake up one day and think, you know what, I'm going to be grateful today. I don't care how I feel or anything, I'm just going to be grateful. You're not going to just do that. You're going to wake up in the morning and choose to be grateful and choose to be thankful. Um, I love this verse. We've read this many times in, in this church. But Psalm 34, and I'm going to read the first three verses of Psalm 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise, or praising Him, shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. Let us praise His name. Let us give thanks for His name and His greatness and all that He's done for us. Like I just said a minute ago, when, when you choose not to be thankful for Him and thankful for Him in the midst of everything that is going on, not thankful to Him for every bad thing that's going on, but when things are happening and there's stuff around us, to be thankful and grateful for how great that He is. That's what qualifies us for living that great life that He created us to live. He, he, he said that Living a thankful life is not something that's an option. It has to be a choice that you make every single day. It's very easy to complain. Complainers are everywhere. I mean, everybody's complaining about this person, that person, how bad everything is. You know, why didn't somebody do this or take care of this for me or whatever? People are just complaining everywhere. But when you make the choice that you're going to be grateful and thankful for all the great things that God has done, it begins to change your life, and you begin 
you begin to experience and feel that life of greatness that you're living in because what you're doing is you're connecting yourself to him. He can't do, God can't do anything for people that live ungrateful lives, complaining lives all the time. God can't do anything. Actually, it shuts his ability down. You know, someone might say, yeah, but God can do anything. Yeah, but he set it up in the earth for us to do and live our lives after his pattern and the way he sees things. And when we live our lives like that, everything else lines up. Uh, He's already done all the work. He's not out there trying to make sure that this happens and that happens. You know, God, God is not running the world system that we see out there today unless you and I are doing things his way and we're in control. When you believe that you are and you can develop that lifestyle of having the anointing and the power of God working in your life by being grateful and aware of how great he is and his marvelous works. Because I'm telling you, there's no limit to what God can do and accomplish in this earth if he's got people that will make the choice. You know what? I'm going to wake up every morning and choose to be grateful and thankful for all the great things that God has done. So, I feel like, and I've said this around here a lot of times, but I feel like humility and thankfulness go hand in hand. The Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he'll exalt you at the proper time. Humbling yourself is just saying, you know what, Lord? Instead of me allowing myself, and I'm basing this on what we're talking about right here, instead of allowing myself to continue to live and be a complainer. I'm humbling myself under your mighty hand. I'm making a choice to be grateful and thankful. And in that gratefulness and thankfulness, as it changes my heart and my attitude, it connects me with you and, and, what, and what you want to see work out and happen in the earth. True humility and thankfulness, they go hand in hand. God wants us to develop that on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, during this time of the year, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people you come across that are very sad, they're not grateful, they're not thankful, and they need to run into somebody that has this spirit about them. Why? Because you're practicing it. I'd encourage you all month long, just really challenge yourself on a daily basis to rid yourself of, of negative and complaining words and compla- finding yourself in complaining situations and, and turn the tables on that and begin to put the word of God in your mouth and be grateful and thankful for how good that he is. I'm just going to give you a list of some things that I wrote down here that I think, <clears throat> you know, and we'll just spend a little time on this, but I think it's good for you to be aware of the areas of life for you that you need to make some alterations and some changes in, you know, because on a daily basis, you can thank him for the work you have. You may own your own business. You may work for someone else. You know, you may... You may uh, whatever situation that you're you're in, you you can thank him for your work. Um, you can thank him for the fact that you know what, Father, I thank you that I always have the best jobs. You may be in a job that you think is not one of the best jobs you've ever been in, but God got you that job. And and if he if you need to get out of that and get in another job, he's got the best job for you. But today, it's a good thing to just start thanking God that. Father, I thank you. I, every job I have, business I have, everything that I do, it's the best. 
because you've blessed me with it, and it's your wisdom that's empowered me to make a difference at where I'm at. And, and you have to start seeing yourself ahead of time, even if you don't feel that way, maybe in the job you're in, or maybe right now you, you own your own business, and, and you know, maybe you're struggling in it, or you're frustrated with it. God wants you to change what you say and how grateful and thankful that you're becoming for it and the fact that he's your God in the midst of that. And I'm telling you, it'll connect you to him and it'll cause the tables to turn where you've not seen manifestation and rewards happen. You'll see things begin to manifest. I truly believe that. You know, um, thanking him for your job or business is just one thing. Um, You know, you can thank him for the car that you have. Um, you might say, yeah, but you know, my car's kind of run down, it's got too many miles on it, you know. But if you're complaining about what you don't have instead of thanking him that you've got wheels that'll get you from one destination to the next, or maybe you've got a really great car, but you're desiring a better car. Don't complain about not having a better car, and especially don't compare yourself to the next person. Well, you know, they're driving this, and mine, mine's not as good as theirs. I mean, you, yours can be a car with... 300,000 miles on it, or yours can be a car with 30,000 miles on it, and you can still be complaining because it's not what you want. The more you complain about what you don't have, you'll continue not to have it. But the more you begin to thank him for what you have, like a job, uh, a business, uh, the car you drive, the more you thank him for those kind of things, Man, supernatural things begin to manifest in your life. I'm telling you, it works that way. What about the house you live in? Maybe you live in an apartment and you're believing for a house. You know, if you're complaining about the house you don't have, that's not going to, that's not the the road (laughs) to seeing the house manifest. Maybe the house you're in has got all kinds of work that needs to be done. Every time, let's just say you live in a house and, and there's, maybe you haven't had the money to fix something in the house. And, and, you know, every time you walk by something, you're thinking, oh, man, that's still not done. Instead of doing that, being great, be, number one, be grateful for the house that you're living in, that you've got a roof over your house. I, I, there's a lot of people out there that are on the street today that don't have roofs over their house. And, and be thankful, number one, for that. But let's say you live in a house and you've got some work to be done and you've not had the time or maybe the money to fix certain things. Every time you walk by something at your house that needs to be fixed or, or repaired or taken care of, just thank God. Father, I thank you for the time or the finances or whatever. I thank you. That job is finished. Just begin to thank him because, see, see it's his greatness. You know, the, the, the verse in Psalm 34 that we read a moment ago, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I'm going to say it again. I, I choose to bless the Lord today. Father, I thank you for the house that I live in. I thank you for the repairs being fixed. I thank you for everything that needs to be done here, Father, through your power and your strength, and and you're giving me the understanding of what I need to do. You're not sitting around just thanking God and waiting for him to fix it or someone come along and take care of whatever. Somebody might come along, but you're, you're on uh, your ears are open and your heart is open about how something that is 
kind of been stalled, well, I'm talking about where your house is concerned, something that has been stalled or not been able to be fixed or whatever for whatever reason, you're, you're purposing to be grateful and thankful, number one, for the house and for the provision, the time, and the ability to get all these things done and then watch God move on your behalf because of your thankfulness, not because you're complaining about what you don't have and what's not working. I, I promise you this is key to victory in every area of your life. <clears throat> How about being thankful for the family you have? Ooh, we could go in a lot of different directions right there. You know, I can hear, you know, I could hear maybe a husband or a wife saying, yeah, but you don't have to live with this spouse or, you know, my kids are this or they're doing all this kind of thing or, you know, this extended family are acting like this or whatever. But you know what? Thank God that you have family that you have. God created family. And God wants your family to love him. And you are a part of that family. And your prayers and your thanksgiving for your family, a lot of times that's all you can do. A lot of times when family needs ministry, it's not you. It's not you being the one that's going to help them, but it's you praying for them and believing for their life to be delivered and set free. And I just challenge you again, I will bless the Lord at all times for my family. I, I, his praise will continually be in my mouth for my family, right? We've talked about jobs. We've, we've looked at the car that you drive, the house you live in, the family. Uh, what about the spouse you have or the spouse that you don't have quite yet, but you will have? I, I, I'm saying to you, praising God and thanking God for them, if you already have a spouse, if you don't have a spouse yet, just thanking God for the right one manifesting in your life. Not complaining, you know, oh God, it's been so long or it's been this or, you know, uh, so-and-so's married or whatever. Yeah, but you don't know how so-and-so is doing in their marriage. And listen to me, if you're settling for marriage and you're settling for a person just because you want to be married, it's the wrong thing to do. Uh, it won't produce the fruit. But thanking God and rejoicing and knowing on the inside that that's the plan of God, it will come to pass. Again, I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. Listen, when you're blessing the Lord at all times, there's no time to complain. The complaining gets removed because you continue to bless the Lord, to thank Him, to rejoice in Him, to give Him glory and praise and honor in everything that you do every single day. I've said that about spouses. Um, thank Him for your health. Oh my gosh. Thank Him every day for your health. You can moan and groan and complain about how you feel every single day. This is working or that's hurting or that whatever. You can go on and on and on and complain about those things every single day about how bad it is. Things are getting worse. You know, the older you get, well, you know, when you get older, you just everything just starts breaking down. Not when you praise the Lord. Not when you praise Jehovah Rapha, the God that has healed you, delivered you, empowered you. His word quickens your mortal body and causes you to be strong. But again, I will, I will bless the Lord. I will give thankfulness and praise to the Lord. I will honor God with my mouth. I will acknowledge his greatness every day. I will declare he is the healer and my body is well and healed and healthy and whole. I'm telling you, you cannot praise God enough. You cannot have a thankful heart and develop that thankful heart enough. You need to be actively, 24-7, 
having a mouth that is full of gratefulness, thankfulness, gratitude, and praise to how good God is and declaring over issues that I'm talking about right here where, where people find themselves complaining and not seeing results, making the changes in that, right? Um, <clears throat> we talk about your health right there. Um, thank Him. Uh, you can thank Him now uh, for money that you have. Um, thank Him for money that you don't have yet, but you know it's coming. Thank Him for abundance. Thank Him for everything that you expect to have in ways uh, that you want things in life, the way you want to see things in life that He's put in your heart. You know, God will put the desire in your heart, but if you don't actively choose to do what I'm saying today, you don't actively choose to do that, the things He put in your heart, they're not going to come to pass. God's not going to bless a complainer. He can't. He can't. What did David say? Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. David knew that was the key to come out of some of the huge mistakes that he made, some big, ugly things that had happened in his life. As a result, he began to praise the Lord and continuously acknowledge God's greatness. That's what you and I have to do to see the results that David had and many others have had as you come out of things in life by not complaining, but having that thankful heart, having a, a, life, having a heart and an attitude of gratitude and gratefulness for all that God has done for you. Um, <clears throat> the thing about it is people want to say something and, and be thankful to God and see it the next day. You, you can't live your life like that. You're going to be disappointed all the time. You'll constantly be in, in, a, in a state of disappointment by, because, well, I praised him, but I didn't see any results. No, you praise him until you see the results and then after the results. Because when you're living a life praising and thanking God and being grateful for who he is and what he's done for you, it, it becomes a lifestyle. It's not something you're doing to try to get him to fix something because that doesn't change your heart. When you're grateful and thankful daily and you're developing that, no matter what you see, and you wake up in the morning and it seems like, you know, I don't even want to get out of bed. <clears throat> you know, I'm struggling to have the faith to get out of bed. Well, thank him <laughs> that you have a bed to sleep in. Thank him you have a house that you're getting up out of bed in. Thank him for this and that and the other. Begin to thank him for the things at times that try to weigh us down. All the things that I just mentioned to you about being grateful and there's many more, all of those things have a negative side to them, like your job, right, or your car, or your house, like I mentioned, you know, or your spouse, or your family, or your money, or your health. There's all negative things that are attached to that, and it's those things that want to drag you down. You think about just the things I just mentioned right there. If you've got something you know, hugely negative happening in every one of those areas, you could wake up in the morning and feel like, whew, I don't even want to get out of bed. I don't even want to do this anymore, right? That's where you've got to change it. Father, again, I thank you for my job. I thank you that I have a job. I know people that don't have a job. Father, I thank you that I have a job. Thank you for the business that I have. Maybe it's not as good as you want it to be, but Father, I thank you. You'll begin to see those things change, right? Thank you, Father, for the car that I drive. Thank you for the house I live in, for, for the spouse I have, for the family that I have, this and that, or the spouse that is coming in my life. All of those things. 
Thanking God daily is what turns the tables on this mindset that nothing is going to change. That's where the devil wants you. He wants you to live in that place of believing that what you see, how you feel, how things appear to be, you know, the way it seems like nothing's going to change, he wants you to live in that place so that you will not praise God, but you'll talk the problem. And that's, that is his number one ploy against you and I in this life. I can tell you, we got to stop those kind of things and put it to death. Can you say amen to that? Psalm 18, starting with verse 46, I want to read this. The Lord lives, blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God who avenges me and subdues the people under me. He delivers me from my enemies. You also lift him up above those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your name. You know, that passage right there, you could take, it's like that passage actually identified all the different subjects that we mentioned earlier about you know, not being thankful for the house that you live in or being thankful for it or not, you know, the car you drive, the house you live in, all of those things. You can put all of that in that passage of Scripture right there. So I want to go right back and look at um, that passage in relation to these things we were talking about. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God who avenges me and subdues the people under me. He delivers me from my enemies. In any of the things that I just mentioned, if somebody is acting like an enemy of yours, remember, flesh and blood's not your enemy. The devil is your enemy, right? He uses people, right? But they're not the enemy. So how we have to read that here, he delivers me from my apparent enemies. Because people look like they're the enemy. Because they're doing the actual work, but they're being Christians and non-Christians alike are being used by the enemy to get to you. So in any of those areas that we were just talking about right now, see, that's what has to come out of your mouth. He delivers me, and I'm going to say it like this, from my apparent enemies. He does. So that means how, the way you get to that place is by saying these kind of things. He delivers me from my, from my enemies. What these people at work are trying to do to me. No, Father, I thank you for my job. You don't want me to be at this job. I, you, you'll supply another one. You'll lead me out. But right now, I'm here, and I'm thanking you for the job. And these people that are coming against me like they're an enemy against me, no, 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 no. You deliver me from them. See, you have to see the word and take the word and apply and direct the word in areas of your life where the enemy looks like he's getting the upper hand. And being thankful and grateful and praising God, like this verse of Scripture is talking about, it's the key to your victory. It is the key, I'm telling you right now, to your victory. Um, In Psalm 30 and verse 1, I want to read this one. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up 
and have not let my foes rejoice over me. He's done that. But notice David says here, I will extol you, O Lord. I will praise you. I will thank you. I will give you praise daily. Remember, 24-7. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. That's what has to be developed in our life. Exchanging praise and thanksgiving with complaining and moaning. And focusing on the apparent enemy that's trying to get the best of us in a given situation. O Lord my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. Mm. O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive. He said, you brought my soul up from the grave. My soul, my thinking from the grave. What does that mean? A person that's a complainer Remember I talked about like struggling getting out of bed because there's all this pressure because of what's been coming out of your mouth. And he said, he said, you brought me up out of the grave, Lord. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. Why? Because at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue confess, through the name and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, everything is under that name. When I begin to praise and thank God for his great name, for the power of his name and all that he's done for me, it begins to turn the tables on anything that's trying to pull me down. This scripture uses wording like your soul being in the grave, like your soul being dead, like your soul having no life in it. It's like it doesn't want to do certain things. I'm telling you today, thankfulness is a weapon when it comes out of your mouth to shut every negative thing down and give the devil no power to operate in your life. Today, I'm encouraging you in this month of November as we enter into this season of thanksgiving let those thankful words, let the word of God, the praise to God, how great God is, come out of your mouth regarding anything that you face. Re- uh, uh, remove the ugliness, remove the negativity, remove all the complaining, remove all of that with the praise and the thanksgiving of how good God is in the midst of what you face. Remember, we don't praise God for problems. We don't praise God for how bad something is. We praise him for how great he is in the midst of things that are coming against us. And as we're praising him in the midst, his power, his anointing is what changes things and turns the table on what it appears like is happening in our life. Everything in your life today is subject to change. I'm going to say it again. Everything in your life today is subject to change. Everything is. <laughs> so you, you, as you begin to praise, you can have expectation. You know what? This is here maybe today, but not tomorrow. Not the next day. Not the next day. doesn't have to be in the future as you begin to praise him. Because every day, you're thanking him for the way he made things to be, not 
thanking him for how bad everything is. But in the midst of those things that aren't good, and you can't deny them, you know, when you, when you don't feel like getting up out of bed in the morning because of pressure and those kind of things, you can't deny that. But man, you can shut that down by beginning to praise him and letting his word speak to you. When the word of God begins to speak to you, life begins to come alive and, and thankfulness comes out of your mouth in a supernatural way really encourage you to take this to heart this month and beyond and develop in a greater way a, a thankful, grateful heart of gratitude that is acknowledging how good and, and how wonderful that our God is. Can you say amen to that? <clears throat> I want to read this last passage that I have and then say a couple of the things regarding this. <clears throat> This is a passage out of Luke chapter 9 in the New Testament, uh, starting with verse 12. Luke chapter 9 and verse 12. When the day began to wear away, the twelve came and said to him, Send the multitude away that they may go into the surrounding towns and country and lodge and get provisions. For we are in a deserted place here. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. And they said, we have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we go and buy food for all of these people. For there were about 5,000 men. Then he said to his disciples, make them sit down in groups of 50. And they did so and made them all sit down. Now, this is a bunch of people. This is thousands of people. Um, and you can, you, can, you can sense the complaining in the disciples if you uh, watch The Chosen, uh, one of the shows of The Chosen have uh, this very story. Uh, and, and I feel like that the way the disciples in The Chosen were acting were exactly uh, what I'm saying right here. They, they were complaining about the people were there. You know, Jesus didn't do something right. You know, why didn't we do this? Why don't we send him to go get food and all this kind of stuff? And Jesus has a different plan. See, you know, when you're a complainer, it's amazing how your plans always go for what's best for you. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm going to say it again. When you're a complainer, you're, what you're looking for is everything to go right for you. Everything has to be your way. The disciples were complaining because it was going to be too much work. You know, why are they all here? And everybody's hungry and woe is me and you know, all this kind of stuff. See, but Jesus had a different plan. And see, here he, t he tells them what to do. <clears throat> he said, give them something to eat. And they said, um, we have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we go and buy food for all of these people. Uh, there's, a, there's a complaining tone in that we got to go buy food for all these thousands of people. For there were about 5,000 men. And no telling how many uh, children, women and children, 5,000 men. Then he said to his disciples, make them sit down in groups of 50. And they did so. Uh, and probably complaining about it. What the heck are we doing? I mean, you know, who, I mean, there could have been 15,000 people there with kids and wives and, and women. Because he said 5,000 men. I don't know. There could have been 15,000 people there. We're going to set these people down in groups of 50? 
What are we doing? Complaining. Instead of going along with the plan. When God gives you a plan, a lot of times it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't look like so much of the time you don't have the provision to do the plan that God tells you to do, but he starts showing you things to develop a life of faith, to trust him along the way. And the weapon that you have to have intact when you're learning to live a life like that is praise. Father, you told me to do this. I don't understand it, but I praise you and I thank you. And I thank you, you're the God of the provision that I need. Let's say about feeding all, let's say 15, let's just say 10,000 people, okay? I mean, 10,000 people feeding 10,000 people with five loaves and two fish? What? Right? So he said, and they did so and made them all sit down. Then he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke them. And, and he blessed and broke them. One translation says, he blessed and gave thanks to God and broke them and gave them to the disciples to set before the multitude. So they all ate and were filled, and 12 baskets of leftover fragments were taken up by them. Wow. Huh? Here's a situation that looks impossible. You ever had an impossible situation that you needed help in? Hmm? I've been quoting lately a verse of Scripture a lot out of Isaiah 41 and verse 10. And, And that verse of Scripture says... Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. In essence, that's what God was trying to get over to these disciples. Don't be afraid. He's with you. He's got the plan. In other words, the Father Father gave Jesus the plan. So if they were listening to God and hearing the voice of God speak to them, maybe let's say Peter, God would have said, Peter, Peter, fear not. Hey, I got this. Don't be caught off guard by something that you think is an impossibility. huh? I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I will help you to see this thing accomplished. To me, Thankfulness to God on a day-to-day basis empowers us to be able to overcome the impossibilities that we face every day. The weapon of praise, the weapon of thanksgiving, the weapon of gratitude and thankfulness to God, that is the key to the success that we are to, we are to walk in so that other people can have hope that there's a God in heaven. You know, that's why we teach things like this. That's why we spend time in series like this to talk about how there are things that have got to get better in you so that God can be better in the earth. If anything's going to happen in the earth, it's going to happen because his church is doing something about it. Um, Colossians chapter 1 says that the hope of the world, the hope of glory And God's glory being manifested in the earth is Christ revealed inside of you. You need revelation of the things that I'm talking about today. You have to get revelation. It's not enough just to hear something preached. It's not enough for you to just know something about it. I mean, we've talked about it in the past. We've talked about it through the years. If you've been in this body for any time or any length of time at all, 
you've heard us talk about the, the, being thankful. I mean, we've talked about it in a lot of different ways, a lot of different titles to this message. But every year, uh, at least to this point, for, for a number of years, I've taught on this subject because of the fact you need to be reminded that this weapon of thankfulness, of gratefulness, of acknowledging how great God is, as Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. How often? All times. When you're blessing the Lord at all times, like I said earlier, there's no time to complain. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. It will continue in my mouth acknowledging all that He has done for me. As I'm doing that, that's where I see impossibilities or difficult situations, the, the tables of those situations turning. And, and God is the table turner. <laughs> I mean, He will turn the tables on anything that the enemy has tried to work against you and may tried to convince you that what you see and how you feel is the way it is and there's no hope and nothing is going to change. I say no. I say let's praise Him and thank Him for His greatness and all that He has done for us. I want to end by just looking at this verse in um, that, that uh, we started with in Psalm 150 in verse 2. <clears throat> I want to just end with this today. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. I'm going to ask you a question today. How great, how great is God in your life? Only you can answer that. How great is God working in your life today? He said, he said praise him for his mighty acts. I could stand here for the next, I don't know how long, um, and talk to you about the mighty acts of God that I've seen manifested in the last 46 years of my born-again life. Amazing things that I've seen happen and do, and, 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 and you know, go on and, and manifest themselves in my life as a result of how good and amazing that God is. But how great is God in my life on a day-to-day -day basis? Only I can answer that. And, you can, you, and, and if you're not answering that from a lifestyle of praise because you have developed a daily routine, because you're learning to hear the voice of God, but praising Him and thanking Him, if you're, if you're, not, if you're not doing that, you're not able to talk about how great God is every single day. Because the more you praise Him, the more expectation that is developed and more you, the more you see His mighty acts manifested. Yeah, it's good to see God's acts. You know, yeah, He did this for me, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah, it was a mighty act. That's great. But you want to continue to see mighty acts. And for that to happen, you've got to know how great He is every day because of you praising Him and thanking Him and giving Him glory and not being moved by what you see or how you feel. So today, in this first message that I'm bringing to you, um, I just am challenging you to allow the praise of God, the thankfulness of God every day to remain in your mouth. And, and I'm believing, truly believing, that the tables are turning on anything that you've struggled with or that you'd ha you've had difficulty in, and you're making the decision today, especially this whole month, 
daily to replace negative talks, complaining, moaning and groaning and you know, talking bad about this thing or that thing, replacing that with acknowledging God's greatness and thanking Him for the good things that He has done, the, the good things that you can find in life on a day-to-day, day-to-day basis that are actually happening. Praising Him is the key to your victory. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, we invite you to share it with someone in your life. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also download our app and stay connected to Gates and access to the Word of God anytime you need it. We are believing that the seed of today's Word is going deep in your heart and that you always remember God is more than enough in every situation of your life.